Jingle bells, howdy there. The piss miss is glistening, and rips miss is ripsin'. Ooh, yeah, guys. Hey, it's James here, here to tell you what you're about to hear, you stupids. Of course, that's what I'm doing every single year. We do this since the Patreon's been going. Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod, where you, this is where this content's coming from. Today, you are about to listen to the Ripsmith 2021 special from Talking About Beyblade. Like the 2021, let me, let me, oh yeah, there we go. We're bringing, probably could have done, there's a cat in my normal seat. Okay, so I, I can't move him. Wait, oh, oh, James, why don't you move the cat? Shut up. Why would I move this kitten? He's a little cutie. Okay, there we go. Bringing it down more. Should I be doing this? No, I'm moving the mic stand. I don't know if 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 the stuff is picking up or not. Ooh, baby. Yeah, yeah. Pa 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 Power Rangers. Okay. Rip Smith every year. I sit down with my brother Bodie, the one I barely ever talk about on other free feed podcasts. And I really only bring him up on talking about Beyblade. And I might bring him up on Death from Above, a Sam and Max podcast, a Christmas special that'll be out this month. I don't know when this is being released. I am recording this in November. Late November. Aye, Poppy. Oh, I just spanked my ass. That's why I said that. Um, my ass is feeling good now. I started working it out specifically with this one punch man workout. Oh, baby, I'm getting, uh, between both cheeks, uh, 30 between both cheeks in one rep and then another 30 for both cheeks. So all in all, 60, but lifting those legs up. Wow, it just got dark outside. Dang. Is Liam Neeson here with Danny Elfman score? Sam Raimi directing Darkman? Okay, Duckman too. Get him over here. There's a weird thing. A lot of people from Step by Step, Day by Day by Fresh Start Over, a lot of them are also voices in Duckman. Someone explain that to me, all right? But I digress. Every year I had Bodie. One year I went home. The other year, uh, for this one, I believe it's just a parody of the Santa Claus, like C-L-A-U-S-E. We sat down and talked about my dad in a restaurant and he was supposed to be there. Like in the Santa Claus, you guys will fucking get it. Uh, and te- technically, okay, guys, illusion is gone. Nicole is also on the episode because Nicole plays my brother Bodie. And I think she just straight up forgets the concept right away. She doesn't know what's going on. And I don't know what else is going on, too. What's going on with you guys? Let us know on a five-star iTunes or Spotify review, okay? Let's get P- This 2023 needs to be the year for we, okay? For real, we got to start grinding, getting those numbers up so I can say sup to not having to find a job, even though I'm still looking. I'm looking for audio professional work. I think it's my resume. I don't know. Something's uh, something's up or I don't have enough nepotism. Give me nepotism or give me death. Okay, because I I need nepotism to start working. Family, friends, listeners, if you have audio work you need done, hit me up. Oh, but James is too busy. If you have cold, hard cash in your PayPal account, I'm not too busy, okay? 
I'm affordable, bitch. So, today we're <laughs> going to be doing Talking About Beyblade. This is a little late in the run of Talking About Beyblade. I think this was the second to last episode. So, all, all Beyblade talking about it is on the patreon.com forward slash MLMPod, where for $5 a month you get exclusive content like what you're about to hear today. But if you're a $10 patron, you get monthly exclusive content like straight to Patreon, really fun. This month we're doing the killing tree or the Christmas kill. I don't. It's a Christmas tree slasher movie. It gets possessed and starts murdering people in England, maybe. So... That's stuff you got to look forward to, but you also get shout outs on every single free feed podcast like this one. So let's get those shout outs, shout it out into the ether, and then we'll get on with this talking about Ripsmith's bitch lips. Okay? I got bitch lips. Don't, you, you, you probably, if you ever hear me go like, or like, my lips smack, you're like, oh, God, them bitch lips on that twerp. Also, if you're one of these people shouting out, tell me what you want shouted out. If you have a business or something you want promoted, hey, that's 10 bucks a month. You get that promo on uh, sometimes five episodes a week. So let's begin with those, starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, the Waz, Orion, he's a rapper, Defo, D-F-O, Kayla, A.K. Two Grapes, Jordan B, the Chaos Witch, My Bickle, my brother in common law, Joshua, Jakeis, Steve Barnes of Sweet Child of Time, and now Sweet Child of 1899, go check out those shows, oh my god. I was not an immaculate conception, and neither was that one dude. The... I was a blue baby, but I was a Smurf. Maybe that's what PJ saw, and that's why he believes in Smurf from the Rewind, guys. But I'm talking about a non-immaculate conception, and I'm pretty sure the Virgin Mary was the immaculate conception because she was born without sin. She was truly pure, and that's why she was able to get God's spum inside of her to grow a baby? That's not that's the virgin birth, not the immaculate conception. Learn the freaking Bible this month and praise Lord to my mother. She's the uh, the other patron I needed to shout out. And finally, Lil Corey's BFF and roommate Shane, who on the day I'm recording this, it's his birthday. So happy birthday, Shanathan. And without further ado, let's begin with the 2021 Ripsmith special. Oh, yeah. You know, I just think it's, I think it's messed up that we go to Denny's, the greatest restaurant in Muskegon, and he doesn't show up, Bodie. It sucks. Yeah, well, that's because you were there. Okay, don't, don't play this with me. You're, you, you should be lucky I even invited you. One, you're a child, I guess a teen now, mm-hmm. but... I don't necessarily, I mean, I love you. I don't necessarily, it, you're kind of weird. And you're not? Okay, I guess it runs in the family, but you're weird in a different way. You you want to be around dad and Lori, and I think that's just creepy. You're like one of those kids who's friends with their parents. How is that creepy? Because you have friends outside of the home. Hmm... I don't think I do, man. No, that's why I'm telling you to have friends. I just think we could have had a wonderful 
family dinner. Just the boys. Nicole wasn't there. Lori wasn't there. Louise isn't there. Patrick could have been there, but have you ever met Pat? On a video call once. Okay, that's that's very odd. I guess I've never met our niece. Mm-hmm. You're a half-niece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm playing the half card. You're a half card. Uh, well, that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> but De- we could have been there. Denny's. What, like, what was he doing during this time? We were there. No, he could have been. Oh, oh yeah. are you saying you went, is that why you guys go to Denny's in the morning time? Um. Oh, all right. And I'm I not invited. I was not supposed to tell you that. This is fucked. Yeah, I don't care if you're a teen. I'm going to say it around you. It's fucked. Fucked. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> You're, all right, I like this rebellious attitude you've got. I just, yeah, I could have picked a better time, but 11.30 p.m., that's when the food tastes the best. It hits differently, and rumor has it you might be able to smoke a cigarette, sneak one there. No, thank you. Well, it's on the table. It's always better to have the option offered opposed to just, like, Nowhere in sight. Sometimes. Uh, Yeah. Like, if you went to the mall and it's like, well, you have the option to buy all of this stuff. That's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. But if you went to the mall and they said, it's a museum now. Nothing's for sale. You'd say, well, this is kind of lame. Yeah. Going to Claire's or Forever 21. And you're like, I can't get my ears pierced because this bullet thing that they this gun they point at your ear is on display that sucks that's what you're into I guess I mean I don't know how to I truly don't know how to react to that (laughs) how would I be into just into that I don't just I'm pissed I'm upset and I wish I would have been invited would I have shown up maybe I don't have a car but I guess like you're driving or well, illegal guardians with you, you can be driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, also, like, quit toying with the radio. You're supposed to have eyes on the road. But I gotta find the good station. Well, j- just, like, pay attention. Whoa, whoa, pay attention. There's someone. Oh, Bodie. Bodie, stop the car. I think you just hit someone. Oh, uh, no. Oh, what do we do? Uh, hold on, we, we have to. Okay, just let's get out of the car. Maybe they're okay. okay. Maybe they like jumped. Okay. They came out of nowhere, it seems like. I, I read something that you might, legally you might be okay. They were on the street. They were pretty much asking for it, Bodhi, but let's, um, let's, let's I'm look. I'm pretty sure this victim blaming. Well, they shouldn't have been out here. As long as they're still alive, we're good. Okay. Oh, no. Bodie. That person's not moving. Oh, no. Okay, let me... They don't have a pulse. Oh, my God. They're dead. Oh, my God. Bodie, you killed someone. But in the court of law, you did not kill someone. But, like, God will look at you and say you killed someone. Oh, fuck. Bodie, they have a bay... They they have a Beyblade. Uh... You know what that means, right? No. The... The Dronzer Claws... If you kill a Beyblader, you have to don their Beyblade and potentially their Bit Beast and fulfill their dreams of becoming 
the world's greatest Beyblader. But that's not my dream. Well, it is now. But how do you know they wanted to be the best? Maybe they were just borrowing it. Well, look at the size of this child's hands. Oh. They're bigger than his head's Bodie, That's not genetics. That's from training. Oh. From gripping and ripping a Beyblade. I don't want my hands to get that big. They're going to, man. It's going to be comically huge. People are going to make fun of you, but you will have the glory of being the greatest. I guess this is goodbye. No. To the wind. I'll see you on TV, Bodie. Oh, okay. Um. Take this jacket. You'll need it. Thank you. Hitchhike like Bruce Banner did. Okay. Goodbye, Bodie. Bye. 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 All right. Franklin, the coast is clear. <laughs> Get out of that little mech suit, that Sergeant Frog-looking thing. We did it. We got Bodie so good this year. That dude's going to be training for a year minimum. He will be... I'm not telling anyone what happened. He will be on friggin' milk cartons. It is going to be the fun. Just seeing Dad and Lori say, where's our Bodie? Where's our Bodie? I know where he is. He's in, like, the woods training Beyblade. <laughs> oh, shoot. Franklin, look at the time. We got a jet set so we can get back to the house in time to be talking about Beyblade. Yes, guys, bang, 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 or should I say, slay, 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 a ring, ding, ding, a ling, ding, 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 a ling, slay, bells, that is, you heard slay bells over the intro, are they just put in there randomly, you better believe it, bitch, or maybe I can find a loop of some slay bells, stretch it to the tempo, and, um, magnifique, it's done, it's chun, it's lun, I don't know what those last two are. Maybe the fans on the wiki that will eventually happen say, oh, if we connect the dots, we know what Chun and Lun are now. And guess what? You're right. Whatever you come up with, whatever fan theories you have for Chun and Lun, I will greet with open arm. Because guess what? One arm's tied behind my back because I only need one arm to podcast. And that's to point and to say, bang, bang. Oh, no. Now I can only bang, bang. I can only do bang. Because the other gun is supposed to be doing the second bang. Uh Oh. (laughs) I dropped my thing. I always do that. I'm always dropping my notes, getting them upside down, upside down to clown, baby. But ladies and gentlemen, what do the sleigh bells mean? It means a ring, ding, dingle, and rip, miss. Ring, ding, 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 rip, miss. I might need to turn on these lights over here just to give me, uh, they go in shadow. Oh, no, I don't want that. I you... regret agreeing to this. Oh, man, you're about to hear our yes later, baby. <laughs> You got to get that energy out before your guest comes on. But guys, it's Ritmus, and boy, do I have a present for you. 
And myself? I thought the present was myself. James, remember, read your notes better, okay? I shouldn't have commented in that the present is knowledge. The holy fifth pillar of hip-hop. Did you guys know uh, what knowledge is? Knowledge is kind of the, like, it's facts and shit inside your mind that you can regurgitate and look cool to your friends. The best knowledge to have, especially in this world of the United States of America, it's just like to know what what players are hot in basketball and football and baseball. So when someone brings them up, you can kind of like regurgitate one of their statistics and then look cool in the eyes of your father in common law. And he's mm-hmm. like, man, James is cool. Even though I think that dude thinks I'm cool already. He giggles at my jokes. Why isn't he listening to Mostly Speaking Sentai? Who friggin' knows? It might be... I'm pushing knowledge in my head and realizing, oh my God, it might be the co-host that he doesn't enjoy. (laughs) I'm Keating. He loves the co-host. Oh man. But you want to know what knowledge is? It's lumps in your friggin' brain. That's what knowledge is. But be aware, Beyblade listeners. Fake knowledge, a.k.a. false news, That's also lumps, but it's cancerous. So get away from Facebook groups that say, I don't know, the devil is bad. That's fake news. The devil's good in my eyes. Or that the COVID-19 vaccine is anything more than just a normal vaccine. Oh, boy. It's crazy that we're still talking about that, but let's talk about it with our guest today. She's saying ring, ding, ding, a ling, ding, 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 a ling, bog, bog. That's the Christmas crazy frog for you. Reset. We've got a perfect guest. She's finally in studio, finally in the apartment after not being in the apartment for a very long time. We will not get into why she left the apartment and said, James, we need some space. The fans will come up with theories and be like, James is lying right now. And that's the correct theory. You know her as DarlingHomebody.com. And you know her as Patreon.com forward slash DarlingHomebody. It's my friend. Instagram.com forward slash DarlingHomebody. Nicole the Bricks Jakus. You know, she's away from the mic. She's she's like, oh, we I'm sweepy or oh, annoyed. I'm allowed to talk now. Yeah, I introed you. Mm-hmm. How are you? You know, like always. All right, all right. You got you. You said, oop, gulp. I'm gonna go to sleep real well last night, just like me. Take some medication. That mother Gaia rose-colored glasses. Ugh, ugh. It's crazy how weed isn't just given to everybody. Weed is a human right. (laughs) Yes. That's what High Times has been fighting for forever. Legalize it. Oh, cotton mouth kings too. Man. Sure. It's it's also crazy that there was a- Goals. That's a complete, that's not Cottonmouth Kings. Breastises. Man, I wish I had breasts. So, it's crazy how a magazine like High Times, do you guys ever get those in at Chicago Comics? Boobs? No, High Times. No. Every time you walk into the store, oh, you better believe some boobies is coming with. Technically, 
boob before you even enter the store boobs have entered the store yeah because your boobs aren't a part of you is what oh, men's rights like, activists would like to say like as in like an insult to people like in drake and josh oh no 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 she'd be like you boobs she'd be like them boobs she'd be like you boobs chibi moon does say them boobs or she, oh, you mean like uh, Megan is yeah. saying she. Yes. She be like them boobs. High times. Have you ever gotten them in? No. Okay. It was just a magazine about weed. And it's crazy how yeah, that used obviously. to. Well, it could have been like a high school's newspaper. The high times. Like the New York Times, but it's for a high school. I'd mm-hmm. like to pitch that to Reese Puffer instead of the Rocket Review or whatever the hell it was called. That would have been a better name than whatever it actually had. Yeah, I was always upset that, like, why didn't we just have a place where the things were and you could just go get them? Yeah, instead of every single Friday once a month, we just went around to each classroom and said, anyone want a paper? Yeah, because I always, like, wanted to read them, but I never knew where to freaking get them from. I think that we probably kept one in the library, just like every school generally has one yearbook on file to, like, check out. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And probably now it's in a Google Drive document that is just, uh, or on in a shared drive within the computer system of the school. Maybe. So you can just check on it and say, whoa, man, James's editorials were rocketing. They were just about shit. Or sky high. Yeah, it could also be sky high times news mm-hmm. where they're talking about, oh, what teenager's going to be the next Superman? Yeah. I'm guessing that's what sky high is about. I've never seen you think it's about who's going to be the next Superman? Well, I mean, it's superheroes, teenagers in yeah. high school. Yeah. And the, hey, who's the next Superman, pretty much? But Ooh. whoever they're, whoever's the Superman in their world, I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah. The Superman equivalent in Sky High's universe, they're like, oh, that's so that's it's the all of what you said, but minus the Superman part. Yeah, but th- I'm using that as a comparison, you freak. Allegoric metaphors, okay. similes, uh, reverse speaking, backtracking, figurative speech. Did you know they added backtracking into figurative speech? It actually should be cool. Yes, it. Well, wonder what that is backwards. <laughs> I'm that Daniel Ash. Nicole, what's some of your favorite holiday traditions? It's now Ripmas is coming on this show. A new holiday tradition. Uh, the end of Ripmas. No, <laughs> you truly, you are the life incarnate. I really of the am bricks, the Grinch, but the bricks. Who stole Rip Smith. Exactly. And also, if anyone didn't know, that was Nicole. That's why I'm here. Oh, that's why I'm beer gulp gulp. It's beer 30 somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Wonder where it is truly beer 30. Yeah. Like there has to be a town that has like a decree. They say Uh at this time. It has to be. uh, It's beer 30. 
maybe in Margaritaville. Ooh, yes, yes. Wasting away again oh, in Margaritaville. I've never heard that song, I don't think. You've never heard that song. Yeah, I don't think so. That's just not true. It has to be. You just don't remember it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never consciously been like, from start to finish, this is Margaritaville. But I've never been inside of Margaritaville, so already scratched that off. Of Hey, you've been to a Margaritaville, you've heard this song, I guarantee. Guarantee! Wow. Nicole, uh, true holiday traditions, what are some of your faves? Uh, I mean... Baking okay. is fun. Chun and Lun as well. I'm going to fucking, <laughs> I swear to God. Looking at lights. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That game that that we made up where we get in the car and we get hot cocoa. And then we go and we drive around and we play the light game. Which is we select some type of Christmas light and whoever can find the most of them on our trek through everything wins. Respect. It's usually like whoever gets up to a hundred mm -hmm. first. And what... Etc. Candy canes, snowmen, Santa Claus. Reindeer. Yeah. yeah. And then we have put in, because there's not a lot, just... Anything related to Hanukkah, you can throw that in there. Uh, yeah, if you want to. Yeah. And you'll you win real quick. Lose. Uh uh. There's a thriving Jewish community in Muskegon, Michigan. <laughs> according to who? It's according to a blog I read once. Oh, okay. The Muskegon High Times News. Yeah. For Jesus. For Jesus. News for Jesus. I love them. Well, what are yours? Well, watching College University. Yeah. That's my favorite. I watch the DVD season one, season two, every single, generally the Christmas Eve now since and, I've become oh, an adult. Sorry, but also like giving people gifts. Mm -hmm. I love doing that. What's the best gift you got for me this year? I'm not telling. No. Also, I haven't gotten it yet. What? I'm going to do that today. Oh, okay, okay. That's the secret. The secret uh, that of I'm, the ooze. Oh no, I'm scared now. I'm gonna get you pet turtles. Oh, I thought you were gonna and say you're just drench them in ooze. Okay, okay, that I'm fine with. I thought you were just going to give me the ooze, and then I have to like keep toxic waste. Uh, or I guess it's not waste yet. It is just toxic material that will eventually become waste. It's used, and then wonder what the waste of the ooze does. I, I'd like to see that, but just have one of those canisters on my shelf. That'd be uh, scary. I'd be constantly thinking, one, even if it was just a canister full of liquid, I'd be like, oh, it's going to burst open and drench my equipment in yuckiness. But now it's the added, oh, my God, if this drenches, it could turn my PC into a raging lunatic. Talking about a little two raff crunch, crunch, too loud for you now. Oh, it hurt my ear. Shredder! But it's a PC saying that. Sentient. I don't want that. Or if Socks is up there, I don't want to know what Socks will look like if he gets that ooze on him. 
Okay, well, you're not getting that. Well, you said I was. So. I don't need to no, worry No, I did not. You said the, the secret is the, the, oh, the secret. No, yeah, the secret is the ooze. Wow. Will I edit all of that? I don't know. <gasps> I love you. I like giving you gifts because you're the only one who deserves it, bro. You deserve it. To be honest. Bitch. One of my favorite holiday traditions is hanging out with your family. Hell yeah. And then hanging out with Louise. That's cool. Hell yeah. And that's really it. Uh, and then going on Christmas Eve around our area for lights. That's fun. I wish we could go. There is a specific area west of us that looks like suburbs, but it is in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. And I bet they're light game is on point in there i don't know there's some places near you tell me baby the metro track that have very nice lights as well we'll just take the metro well no no, look no. out the window oh, oh yeah we, okay i thought you were gonna say oh we'll just take the metro to that area i was like i think it would be easier to just walk to that area than take the metro and go up the next stop just so we could see those lights yeah Because it's just a few blocks away. Mm -hmm. I'm the neck cutter and I'm a few blocks away. Nicole, why are we here? I don't fucking know. Well, we're here to talk about Beyblade. I already just want (laughs) to (laughs) leave. Well, guys, Nicole, you can tell by her demeanor already. She, one, doesn't want to watch Beyblade, so I was a nice person and didn't make her watch Beyblade. Now, will past guests be pissed and jealous of Nicole? Absolutely. Not Besides, Robbie. Yeah, I was going to say that. And maybe not Joe, probably next month's guest, because he's very into Beyblades now. All right. But the anime sucks. So what I will be doing is just... Telling Nicole what happened. Pretty much, she will be a live podcast viewer. So, Nicole, keep that in mind. You're going to be asking the questions that Uh the listeners might have. Okay. Is it fine? You vamp a little. I'm going to turn on these lights right here just so I can read my notes. Vampina, 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 vampinata. Arf. Arf, arf. You mother Gaia. Ah, my eyes. It's so bright. Vampires. It's only bright because it's reflecting DC off your skin. versus vampires was fun. Wait, that's a real thing? Yeah. Dang. No, I told you about it. Because I said, I said, issue two, Green Lantern ripped someone's spine out. I don't remember any of this. Mm-hmm. Of course you don't. You're probably saying it to socks, but today we watched episodes, or I watched episodes, 37 and 38 of Beyblade. First in question is a night to remember, but how do you think they spelled night? Like a friggin' guy in armor. Exactly, but the direct Japanese translation is blader for the queen. I prefer that. Oh, yeah, always you will prefer the Japanese title over the American one. But usually... Oh, I will? Yeah. I'm saying the royal we, just like the queen is royal. E. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nicole, 
You know, they haven't said that. No one's done that meme in a while. Yeah, and Jimmy, Jimmy here. here. Jinx here. Nicole, so you can talk what? again. What? These, without fail, every episode always yeah. starts with food-related bullshit. Okay. I hate it. Because it's just, I guess... You could say, well, James, the intros for Mostly Speak and Sentai are the same format every single time. Well, ugh, I'm not getting paid, baby. These fuckers are. So maybe if I was getting a little dinero on the side, I might say, I mean, hey. You are, but. I'm not, not for Mostly Speak and Sentai. On the side of, from the Patreon. Yeah, but that's not the same as the thing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it starts with Kenny's like, oh, I'm motion sickness. I shouldn't have eaten that burrito. My stomach is ripping apart like an alien. But, oh, no, it's a little bit be xenomorph popped out and oh, it started cute. singing. Yabbidee, yabbidee, bedobo. That is just, I want to hear Adele sing that. <laughs> I think okay. it would be so, like a slow version of it, it would be so powerful and impactful. Uh-huh. Every artist should be required in order to like get into the songwriting guild or the recording artist guild. You need to make your own cover of the hamster dance song. Yeah. Just to see how well you can actually roll with the crowd. I guess I need to do a cover of that. But my style's not going to fit that. Hardcore rap saying, yabba-dee, yabba-dee, badobo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put some uh, distortion on it. Some Might sound reverb. good. Yeah. Just a little bit. I don't like overpowering the reverb too much. Mm-hmm. Unless it's on a shotgun snare. Because then you limit it in, oh, baby. Oh, it sounds good. Shotgun snare, that ass. Oh. oh. I thought you were going to start, like, do a perfect rhyme with shotgun snare as the hot cum blares no. in your ear. It's like, so whoa, not man. you. Because hot, that's my new band name, is hot cum. And it's blaring in my headphones. As opposed to hot lips. Or cold cum. Ugh, cold cum sucks, guys. Cold cum. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? I don't know. I thought it was funny. And Nicole, where do you think there where do you think this child is motion sickness on? A fucking airplane. Okay, close. It is an aircraft. What other aircraft? A hot air balloon. Uh make it still a balloon full of heat, but you're enclosed. Guess what? They're a blimp? S- somehow on a blimp. Okay. Because they're with this rich kid, and he's. I guess he owns a blimp? A zeppelin? Sure. They're heading to Robber, and they hope it doesn't have hydrogen in it, because they're smoking that hydro. Yeah. And that would inflame and, and drinking gin. Yeah. Ooh. You know how to have a party, Nicole. Is that microphone? I think it's just at the angle in which. Is it like right by your mouth? Okay, I'll take that as a yes. (laughs) Where am I looking? Where am I looking? They get there, and this butler comes up. The butler knows these other rich kids that they're with. Uh, I already forgot their names. But the butler roasts Tyson so hard. He looks at them 
uh, like lo- says like, oh, other rich kids, Robert Butler is bullying me. Exactly. The he's like, hey, rich kids, I know you. Robert has some company, but uh, to to these others, uh, he says, and I quote, "Sorry, sir, we have no need for." kitchen help and it's like yes eating on that fucker and then Rude. i i like this line even though it's not quirky at all but tyson just says hey pal get bent he does not yes he no no, no he for real does he says hey pal get bent and what I, does I, get bent even mean uh like get bent out of shape maybe. okay maybe i don't know that's just what i'm assume but I like this Tyson. He's demanding, doming, tell me I'm vomit, sir. But during this scene, Tyson's facial animation is really good. Comparatively, though, to other scenes within Beyblade. It's okay. good. It's very anime-esque. Sure. Opposed to just like the bare minimum. So it's not very good. It's just how it should be. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Robert has a visitor there already. It's either a female caller or a politician looking for rich boy favors. And then Tyson says, I bet if I were a rich kid, he'd be down here already. And I'm like, dude, you are with two of the richest kids on the land, but not on the seas. That's a pup named Jack Sparrow kids. He's the richest boy boy on the sea. He's like, yo, ho, ho, yo, ho, ho. The coolest pirate around. He's a kid name. A kid named Jack Sparrow. Yo ho 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 ho. I don't have that written down. That Merry was improv. Merry Christmas. Because <laughs> you kept saying ho ho ho. Oh, I meant like yo ho ho in yeah. a bottle of cum. Oh my god. Give me a hot frothy bottle <sighs> this season. Ooh, it's not eggnog. Eggnog, your cum, guys. Dip some cinnamon stick in your urethra and pour some whiskey down. Uh, Tyson leaves to explore a mansion he was not invited to. He's like, I'm done waiting around. And it's like, truly, the next scene after what he does, they go see Robert. If he had just waited, he wouldn't have gone into the situation he now goes into, which is... He somehow, like, falls into a statue's hole and then into, like, Emperor Pilaf's basement dungeon filled with serrated guillotines that fall from the sky. You're making this up. No, I'm not. He goes into, like, he slides, like, he, I guess, trips and the floor opens up. Are they still in a blimp? No, no, no. They're they're at the mansion now. Okay. They they got there. Got it. So he is exploring this mansion. He's like, hapadapada. He falls down this hole and he's like, oh, where the hell am I? He he looks up and it's like a serrated blade of a guillotine falls down and it's like a new wall is there. And he's like, goo. He grabs his hat, you know, uh, Indiana man style. And he's like, that was close. But then, like, he sees another one. He's like, and he's like, I was like, man, these are like guillotines. This is insane. But instead of just like a flat blade, it's like jagged edges of a serration. A saw. Yeah. Ring, ding, 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 ding. But not a chainsaw. It's baffling. It's baffling. So Robert was occupied. We find out because they just like go and say like, hey, what's up? 
he's occupied by a chess game with some vagrant of a child. Mm -hmm. The team Sans Tysons joins him in the study, but they're not studying. They're a murder in the study. No, they're just like hanging out with him in this room of a rich boy's house. If I got murdered, would you? So there isn't a murder? No, there's no murder. If I did get murder, though, you know, yeah. like because in Clue, it's like the murder was in the study with the candlestick. Yes, I know what Clue is. Jammed in the urethra because it was an eggnog scented one. <laughs> Would you try and solve my murder? Sure. Okay. What, I don't like how indecisive you've been with the like future of me or my well-being. What are you talking right about? Right now, you were just sure, I guess I would solve your try well and solve. Being, you'd be dead. Yeah, you'd have well, no being. But my spirit is you a don't be anymore. earthly being. It's still a, a, a paranormal being, paranormal entity. I'm just saying, I would like you to say, of course, yeah, I need your murder solved so you're not haunting me with chains on saying, you never helped. Like a uh, Christmas Carol style? Yeah. But I guess you would want me to be a Every ghost. Every link in the chain is... Another uh, brick in the wall. Someone who died because you're a fuckface. Oh, man. I don't think I... I, I, I mean, potentially I have three links. Maybe four. Oh, that's so cute. Because of survivor's guilt, because I would say. Because you're a face. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't go to that party that my friends died in. Uh-huh. And I, I could have told Chris, like, hey, man, come live with me. And then maybe he, he, because he's in a new area, he doesn't know where to get the drugs that killed him. That's a reach. Well, I got four links, baby. How many do you have? Oh, like 50. No, you don't. You have zero. Because <laughs> you are calm on the human interactions. I'm calm? Yeah, you, you don't like them. You say, nope, not, I'm not going to make, I don't want friends. I don't need them. That's uh, your choice, bro. It's more like I can't handle having friends. Okay. Cause emotionally. You can't, you can't handle the truth. Yeah. Sean, he's a cool friend. Yes. Hell yeah. Rachel, she's a cool friend. <laughs> Nicole just shrugged one shoulder. Eh. Well, Nicole, you want to know what is cool? That this vagrant that they're with is also of old money. His name is Johnny McGregor, and he's a Scottish lad. He's like some... Sure. Pretty much a dragoon, in a sense. And we'll find out why later. He's half dragon? No, no, like a dragoon, he's... He can ride dragons. Yes. He's a warrior who battles with dragons or the spirit of. If you could fight with the spirit of an animal, what would you do? And remember, I like, would lose. Oh, no. <laughs> and your armor would be kind of shaped like that animal. Yeah. With key featuristics of it. What, what would I do? No, what, what animal would it be? I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know, like a duck? Sure. Oh, damn, you'd have like duck wings and stuff. You'd have like your, when you pull down that mask on a helmet, it has like a little bill on it. 
Yeah, and people would keep trying to feed me bread, but yeah. I would be like, "No, I can't have gluten." I'm a, I'm one of one of them gluten intolerant ducks you hear about. Yeah, I'd be like, maybe find some popcorn, some stale popcorn. They say, "Oh, just give me some trail mix." Some trail mix, but the undusted kind. Sometimes that dust has gloobies in it. Wait, you're feeding ducks trail mix? No, I'm just saying a duck. What's the alternative of just like, hey, here's, I'm going to snack on some bread. I guess potato I chips. I said popcorn. Yeah, but no one has, I don't think you should be giving popcorn to ducks because well, of the kernel. I did it once. <laughs> oh, man. That's one of the chains in your link. worked at a movie theater, so she'd come home with a garbage bag mm-hmm. full of popcorn. Mm-hmm. One time- our friend Ben, his brother worked at a, at the movie theater and came home with just a huge thing. And what we did instead it's of- it's like, why not just price your popcorn lower? Exactly. So you're not wasting you sell it. sell more. Sell, sell, sell. And we just dumped it out on his trampoline and bounced on it and watched it like go up with <laughs> us. But then the trampoline got too greasy and we started yeah. slipping. And falling everywhere. We did that, but with bouncy balls. Yeah, bouncy balls. And those like were they greasy? Those like toy beans. Toy beans. I don't even know what they were called. The wibble wobbles don't go and fall, but they don't fall down. Yeah, but they were like beans. Yeah, okay, I remember those. And they had different characters on them. Yeah, like a SpongeBob or a Patrick. Just way too many, and we put them on the trampoline. And they had the like courses that you could make them go down. Yeah. Okay. I think I had some Digimon ones, if I'm correct. Yeah. And that's it. Maybe a guy who was like, Hur! but was it yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. an original made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not IP. Them wibble go and wobble, but they do fall down. Yeah. Guys, get a trampoline and throw some greasy on it and have a fun time. Throw some beans on it, bro. Some greasy beans. Yeah. Like, make some chili, (laughs) put it on a trampoline. If you can't, if you don't have time to make a chili, go to Taco Bell, get some burritos and just squeeze out the beans onto the trampoline and (laughs) say, jump, jump, jump. Oh my God. Crisscross will make you jump on the beans, jump on the beans. Jump around. Tyson then drops from above, but from below because he was in the basement, but is somehow now falling down a chimney stack onto a summertime Yule log, a.k.a. just a normal burning fire in a chimney stack. And this, Robert says to him, and it confirms it, he says to Tyson, oh my God, you made it through the guillotine course? Most people don't, meaning this fucker has murdered people who are maybe trying to find H. his H. riches. Styles. Yeah. They did like go into Wait, like, is Robert the child? Yes, Robert's also oh a child. Oh my god. <laughs> All of these kids are children. We thought maybe oh Ray's well, 15 I don't or know 16. If Robert was the butler. Oh no no no. I think they just called him Mr. Butler. Yeah. And said, Oh Mr. Butler, I love how you're walking today. If you could have a sex butler, that'd be pretty cool. They just buttle sex to you. Or I guess they would assist in, like, preparing and cleaning sex. That's pretty good. Damn, guys. That should be the job I apply for next, a sex butler. But only for sexy people. I don't want anyone below a three in my book. 
but a three in my book, which is to most people probably a 10 because I'm into like off kiltered beauty, non-traditional beauty. People with fucked up heads is what I'm saying mentally. They're like, oi, I'm going to stab you with a bean. On a trampoline. <laughs> Laugh into the mic, dude. No. Oh, man. No. Nicole hates that she thinks I'm funny. <laughs> Gorp. Gorp. <laughs> okay, where, cool. where's the next one? Johnny, we find out the, the Johnny McGregor is a snot-nosed twerp. And Robert says... Because they go to Robert to challenge him again. If you guys when do remember, they fucking do things. Yeah, well, they're about to. Remember a few episodes back, listeners. Robert was on the cruise ship, and they Tyson fought him and just got whomped. Well, they're like, "Hey, we want a rematch, fuckwad." And Robert says this. This is a direct quote. I won't fight him because the very essence of blading is to eliminate your opponent permanently. Once he's lost, he doesn't exist anymore. And then I was like, oh, be nice if that's how the last presidential election occurred. Oh, that's how a parent feels about life after a child dies. Oh, and I wouldn't want to exist either after the sick burn he's about to give Tyson which Tyson goes, I'm right here. You can see me. Oh, or are you just talking trash? And then this is his direct quote. Robert replies, no, alas, I'm talking to trash. And uh, I would have just left. I would have said, yeah, I have nothing to prove here. This man is above me. He's eliminated my self-confidence. But no, man, the Blade Breakers exude self-confidence and spirit, as we're about to learn. But they agree to battle in an armory corridor full of knight suits. And we find out Robert comes from a long line of knights, to which I'm like, how? How is th- How did that end up transitioning or being a transitioning career to a wealthy boy? It, he, like, lives in a castle of knights. That's what I call a bro pad, if you ask me. Not just like, hey, guys, this is a rich manor we're going to get. Like, knights are looked upon and revered, but I don't see how they become a world wealth. Thoughts? They just, like, murdered the person they were protecting. Oh, okay. And took all their possessions. All right. There's no honor amongst knights. Is what you're saying. Sure. All right, all right. But there is honor amongst Queef. We find out that he has a Griffin Beyblade, and to introduce it, he says, feast your eyes on my Griffin. And what, Nicole, what do your eyes feast on? What are things you really like seeing? And are just like, your eyelids are going hump, 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 scrump, nump. Seriously? Yeah, what, what do you enjoy looking at? Um... You. Oh, yes. Thank Socks. you. Yes. Socks is his love language is gifts and words of affirmation. Yeah. He likes being fed and then saying, you a good boy. And then me, mine is touch and words of affirmation. So if you kiss me and you say, you a good boy, I'm through the roof. Yeah. 
Then Johnny says, the McGregor says, the breakers will need to go through him before they can fight Robert to make things interesting, to make it like an elimination chamber. Mm -hmm. He challenges Kai to because he's like, oh, you look like you're the biggest threat to me, so I want to fight a challenge. To which Kai says, nah, I don't want to do anything. Any of this, which I'm like, hey, man, he has his he has his priorities in place. Listeners say no to things, even if it's like, oh, I need to defend my honor. If it really doesn't do anything for you, you don't need to do it. Mm-hmm. L- learn it, brothers. Johnny's bit beast, though, is fucking rad. It is. a It's a dragon. And he has a metal pendant of it. And the color scheme is really cool. And it looks like Legend of Dragoon. So I'm already so fucking amped for it. Also, it looks like the dragonflies. Remember on the that poll thing on yeah. Good Mythical Morning? There was a cartoon show based off from that. Yeah. And I would wake up at like 5 a.m. to watch it syndicated on some random TV station it like that my only my brother's tv because it was had an antenna only his tv in his bedroom as a kid would get this station so we would like crawl into his room because we were babies no i'm kidding we were probably already in his room because i would never sleep in my own room we would sleep on the floor in sleeping bags every single night of the week and this dragonflies thing, I was like, oh, man, maybe that should be for the next season of this. And I was like, no, it sucks. However, I was like, wonder if that's available anywhere online. There is bad rips of it on YouTube, but I was watching this. The background art is so fucking cool. And it's like like metal for kids. That's mm-hmm. how I equate this. Guys, check out dragonflies. There's a Z somewhere in there. And this child... This tween, his Beyblade launcher, Nicole, what do you think it is? He's like a dragoon. Uh, some people, like when there were Sportos, they had a, a, a tennis racket. One it's person. A freaking dagger. You're very close. It's a full halberd, like a long axe. And he, like, hits it, like, swings it on the ground, and that, like, lets it rip. And all of these children so far have had knives like weapons at like the either swords or whatever and i'm like they put europe puts the blade in Beyblade. yeah i'm surprised by that same for like a children's show they're real weapon oh one person did have just a straight up gun so uh um there's what? levels to this like a real gun not like an orange tipped thing not like a laser gun no it was like a revolver how did how did that pass through sen- sensor pre 911 baby uh things it was like post edginess of the 90s but pre 911 so like in that like hey as long as it sells toys do it we don't care cuz hearing about Power Rangers and how they had to like get around shit, mm-hmm. and then hearing that they just have guns in yeah. the show. I but I think that's Power Rangers walked so Beyblade could shoot a gun on <laughs> TV. <laughs> but I guess it also depends on like the popularity of it. Oh yeah, I, my guess is also they probably played it off as like, oh, it's just like a starter pistol. There are blanks sure. in there. 
like in horror movies what was it like friday the 13th or nightmare on elm street or both like the first movies got away with a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and then once it got popular they were just like no you can't do this 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 and even though like they did it the first time yeah or with friday the third or not friday the 13th nightmare on elm street they were a lot they were allowed to get away with a lot more stuff even though like visually it is more disturbing, but it's fantastical. Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. I bet Psycho Goreman eating a man and then puking out his blood, that would be more doable than just like someone getting their head chopped off and looking realistic. Yeah. Because one's a cartoon violence and one is like, oh, people have done this to others. Mm. No one has unhinged their jaw so much that they consumed an entire body, puked up the excess. Yeah. The axis. But Nicole. What? Kai loses instantly. Good. It's insane. Take that bitch down a peg. Ooh. To win a peg. But luckily he- To lose a peg. Ooh, nice. Johnny gives Kai- his respect but kai obviously doesn't that's want what it. he calls um his dog's duties ew that's what he calls getting spat on i give you my respect <laughs> spits right in his face like when uh bret hart gave mcmahon his respect after the screw job of montreal mm-hmm. it would man everyone if you enjoy wrestling watch that clip you straight up, so the Montreal screw job, Bret Hart was going out of WWE on the request of McMahon. McMahon was like, hey, you, we'll break your contract. That's fine. I want to do the best for your family. They're offering you more money, whatever. So he's like, okay, fine, was reluctant to do it. And he was given creative control of how he wanted to leave. And he's like, let me leave with the belt at this last pay-per-view that is happening In Canada, I am the Canadian wrestler. Everyone in Canada loves me. Long story short, he's up against uh, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, and he was told he's going to win. Awesome. Bret Hart's like, yes, yes, yes. But then Shawn Michaels gets him in a grab, and then the referee says, ring the bell, ring the bell. He tapped out, clearly didn't tap out, and then... Bret Hart is realizing, oh, my God, they screwed me. They went against their word. They will not let me keep the bell and give it up on the next uh, Monday Night Raw. And McMahon's on the outside, and he looks at McMahon and just shakes his head. And McMahon's like, "Eh, we had to do what we do, like doing that motion. And just with perfect precision from the ring to down below spits right in McMahon's face like this huge spit. It is so powerful to see, guys. Watch it. But then the everyone's like, Kyle, oh, shit. And the European Beybladers go to another room within Robert's house and they show like an aerial view of this room and he has like a hail hydra looking symbol on his floor and i'm like this this is not good no thank you get out of here guys and then the other europeans are mad at johnny for going so hard on kai boo why like he's like i want to do this but maybe it's because 
they know they have Dizzy and Dizzy can take analytics and whatnot. And that's generally how the Blade Breakers win. Now on to episode 38, which episode 38, not a lot going on. This is entitled Olympia Challenge or Formation exclamation point. The strongest European team. It starts in a helicopter with Robert. Okay, so the guillotine thing just never pays off. No, he's just like getting the fuck. Yeah, no. Why would you think that? It's just he went down in the basement. I guess it's to show that Robert means no playtime. You know that old wives saying, he means no playtime. All right. This is this show, Nicole Beyblade. So it starts out in a helicopter with Robert to see a new Beyblade arena that he's making in Europe. It's huge. It's gigantic. Like hundreds of thousands of people will be in, in attendance. I'm like, yes, this is perfect. We get, like, without the Blade Breakers, we get an actual intro. It doesn't have to be like, oh, it's it's time to eat. Oh, we need to get out of here. I'm so hungry. Or, oh, God, I'm motion or seasickness, and I'm about to shit my pants. Until, guess what? He lands, and then the butler says, hey, I need your help real quick. They go in the fucking kitchen because the Blade Breakers have been there and eating everything on since 8 a.m. It is now daylight. It's like the day. And I'm like, fuck, man. Truly. It, like, every without fail, it's gonna start with some dumb food-related bullshit. But because they're U.S.ins, U.S.ins, you know, United States of American people, they're putting ketchup on everything, including their cereal, a.k.a. on their iPods and in their earbuds while listening to true crime podcast cereal. And Robert goes, why are you still here? Please leave. I told you you could stay through the night and you are overstaying your welcome. But they won't leave until they challenge them as a team because they were up all night saying, I just can't sleep. Oh, and then they're like, you want to know what? There's four of them. There's four of us. Let's challenge them. Yeah. Woohoo. Woohoo. We're a team again. And then they say, hey, if you don't challenge us, we'll keep. This is truly what they say. But they say in quotes, this is what they'll truly say. And then I'll say when it's out of quotes. We're just going to keep eating everything you got out of quote and eating and eating and shitting and pissing and eating the USA in way, baby. We shit what we eat. And then they're blade training in the woods. And I got to ask Joe, like, hey, man, have you gone out to like a Chicago and wooded area and trained your Beyblade? Because that's the only way I guess you're going to get better, even though it doesn't seem practical. We flash back to the Europeans and they're like, you know, there's just something about them. Uh, the one from Paris is saying this, the Parisian. He's saying it's just like they're, they're Beyblade style. It's crass and graceful at the same time. And I was like, that kind of describes us, Nicole. Our podcasting, we're crass and we're graceful. Or how Franklin dances, crass and graceful, baby. Because he's trying to be graceful, but because he's got crinkle bones... He kind of can't. Yeah, he's not graceful at all. He flops around, but he flops down with style and grace. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He's a little cutie, and he's like, hey, guys, cuddle me. He had constant cuddle body. (laughs) He's just like, hey, 
it's open for when you want to just creep up, move me a little bit if needed, if I'm mm-hmm. too close to the couch cushion on the backside, and then wiggle on in. When will you let me get another cat? Probably never. All right. We, or we need we need socks to no longer be a spaz. No, that's why we need another cat. No. Because then they would play with each other. No, but okay, well, the cat would just walk up behind him and meow, and then socks would be like, the other cat would just like stretch big and like make a slight noise, and socks, of course, would his catchphrase, he's a spaz. We can't have another cat. Yes, we can. No. I think no, it would make can't. him so much happier. No, dude, I'm I'm around all the time. If I were a cat, I would want to be a one cat household because I'm getting all the love and attention. Okay, but you're n- not the cat. Not the cat. All right, I want another roommate. Yeah. No, a human. So you want a cat? No, I want a human so you do roommate. Want another cat. You know? I I think I think you would be happier if you had another roommate, Nicole. Okay. Because, you you know, you'd be able to hang out with them. Yeah. Not just me. Yeah. No, get out of here, Nicole. <laughs> Quit agreeing to my dumbness. I called you on your bullshit, bitch. Well, the listeners will agree with me. We don't need a second cat. Okay. Steve F., tell James. Steve only has one cat. Steve, tell him. Because then you get to create this bond with that individual. Yeah, but Steve likes me more, so he'll just do it anyway. Yeah, which kind of sucks. <laughs> One day you're gonna you're gonna say like something truly bizarre and radical, and then people will be like, I, 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 I guess I agree with Nicole. You'll say, like, I don't know, man. Like, we should get a second cat. No, like. And then they say, I guess I agree. You're like, I don't know. If you want to abort a baby, like, within the first couple weeks it's born, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and then people will be like, I guess Nicole is has a point. Oh, my God. And then I'll be like, guys, what are you talking about? It now true, like, that, that baby's out in the world and is, like, cognizant. You said it, not me. You will say something no, radical I will like not that. Say that, and then you'll be like, "We have to, uh, I don't know, kill the Queen of England." And people will be like, "Yeah, you know, Nicole said it." Yeah, you know, I mean, like, we don't need them to be king, and there needs to be no royalty, guys. Mm-hmm. It's so much money to just waste on protecting these people. These inbred pieces of garbage. We just have to fuck in the family so the money stays by us. That's why. I'm not saying anything out of turn. Royalty, incest. They're synonymous. I'm waiting for you to move on. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where I was. Oh, okay, so the Europeans say like, hey, we agreed to your terms. We will challenge you as a team. However... If you lose, the European team takes your place in Russia, and this new battle that we're about to do will open the new stadium. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to win. And then the Europeans say, in your dreams or your nightmares. What's your biggest nightmare, Nicole? I That's too, that's private. Okay. Mine's generally a stress dream where we live, where we're like staying a month or so in 
Muskegon. And I'm like, when can we get back to Chicago, please? Or we break up, but not like because things went wrong. You're just like, I need a, you know, eventually I need a break a little bit. And I'm like, but we're still in love. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of those dreams. Nightmares, I should say. They go to the stadium and Tyson's like, holy shit, this is all ours? I don't know his thought process on this. It's like, this is not yours. This is like a stadium made by your rival. Why are you then going around? He like goes to, all right, maybe he's laying dibs on things because it's new and no one has like metaphorically peed on it yet marked their territory so he sits on a bench and he goes my bench which is this part is very funny he's like my bench and then he runs up and like with his feet on a drinking fountain he like pushes it like and he's crouched down on it like a like how a, like a primate would drink something and okay. he goes with water in his mouth he goes my water fountain and then he like just an empty th- there's hundreds of people here But in this empty corridor, he, like, runs up to, like, a cloak on the ground, just, like, rags on the ground. And he points at it and he goes, my cloak. And then this this is one of the best, like, peak comedies in Beyblade. That is really funny. Yeah. And then he's like, wait a second. This cloak looks like. And then the cloak starts rising up. It's one of the dark Beybladers. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. And then Twist. They say, hey, you need To beat the Europeans because the Europeans, when they beat these dark Beybladers, they weren't the dark Beybladers, like evil Beybladers. They were, they like got a curse on them, which made them the dark Beybladers. So they're like, hey, we actually need your help. You need to defeat these guys in order to lift the curse on the dark Beybladers, which I guess it like raises the stakes more, but it doesn't change what they're doing. Because their are their goal was already to beat them. So I guess it just raises the stakes slightly, but it gives us more comedy because the matches the first match is about to begin. And they're like, hey, where's Kenny? And Kenny's like, I'm up here, guys. And then you look, and the dark Beybladers are just like cheering them on from the stage through from the stadium around Kenny. So it at first looks threatening. Like they're like, hey, if you don't win, we're gonna kill Kenny. And then mm-hmm. they're just like, oh no, like we're just hanging out. But Kenny canonically is terrified of the evil Beybladers. Mm-hmm. So it, it's funny. This episode's pretty good. So they didn't. Go with the route of like, hey, if you lose, you'll also be cursed. Oh, no, they didn't. That's... Because I think when they they lost, it was in a sense that they were weak, the Dark Beybladers, before they were cursed, where they kind of went like screamed up at the sky and was like, give me the strength and then lightning shot down on them. Okay. So the, the, bay, the Blade Breakers, I don't think are that weak-minded and desperate for power. Okay. Because they they already have it. They have a little of that fame shit, baby. There's a brilliant... So it's not a curse that the rich kids put on them. No, no, no. Okay. But I think, like, to see them lose is is kind of what they wanted as Dark Beybladers was like, I need the power to beat them. Yeah, but this curse is making them go after all these bit beasts and pretty much kill the bit beasts. Mm-hmm. Then Tyson goes, I don't believe it. It's 
it's Jazzman. Uh, and then DJ Jazzman is there, and they're like, I thought, what, what are you doing here? You work for the BBA. And he's like, hey, I work wherever the money is. And they're like, oh, okay, fine. I thought you were uh, claimed allegiance to the BBA, but you're over here now. We then see the European team in like their challenging garb. They are the Majestics, and they are in just well-designed armor that looks like Legend of the Dragoon-type stuff. Oh, I thought you were going to say looks like a duck. No, 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 no. I would highly suggest anyone listening to go check that out. It also looks kind of like some Digimon. I can't pinpoint what Digimon wears armor, but in my mind, I think that's what it is. You guys let me know, an armored Digimon. And don't tell me Metal Greymon, I'm saying in classical armor, not just a dinosaur who's cybernetic and just has plates of scrap metal attached to his skin. The Dark Blade Bladers are in the crowd like jealous exes, Nicole. It's bonkers. They're like, oh, you, we don't screw you guys. Don't you remember? Oh, yeah, because it's like, oh, you remember me. And then the Majestics are like, to be honest, I challenge a lot of people. No idea. And they're like, well, our new guys are going to ruin the floor with you. And uh, you ever get messages from dudes trying to hit on you from your high school? Like one time, a long Ooh. time ago. Hell yeah, hell yeah. They're like, yo, girl, <laughs> your hair looks like cotton candy. And I was just like, cool. I want to eat it up. Yeah, I was just like, okay. And it wasn't even like, I don't think it was someone even from my grade. Okay. It was just like some random fucking person. Hell yeah. They just liked your cotton candy hair. I A previous ex of mine, there was one person who ended up becoming a friend of mine because they were in like Tyler's friend group would constant. And it's weird that I never brought this up. Maybe it was just like under the bridge, but he would constantly message her and say like, Man, why are you with that weirdo James? You should be with me. And it's like this this makes me feel so small. Don't. That's what they wanted. Yeah, I guess, I guess. I was a small little boy. Did they end up dating him? No, 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 no. Mm. Uh, uh, get it, my queen. No, she ended up after me uh, getting pregnant with Going the first to person. A circus? No, that's a different one. <laughs> That was still dating, and they went to a circus and broke up with me because they were with a circus. Yeah, a yeah. carnival. We should they say were a carnival. Dating, they were dating the carnival. Yes. Their life, but They're not the dark carnival. They're married to the game. Ooh. And their game was the one where you try and put a hoop on a uh, jug. Sexy. They were that. How's that sexy? I don't know. Jugs. Ooh. That's why it's funny. Put your butthole on a nipple, guys. No. Then we find out it's a classic bowl. Generally, they try to do like these extravagant small miniatures of monuments, but it's just a classic bowl, sleek. It's Ray versus Oliver. They tie real quick. And what's his face? Johnny, the McGregor, is saying like, oh, man, we're, we're, you let them win. Awesome. So like they, they lower their defensive. You let them tie. That's great, dude. But then... Oliver's like, no, man, we need to be on the lookout for them because they play with a spirit none of us have ever had. 
And guys, next time on Talking About Beyblade, it will be Johnny versus Kai. We had fun, Nicole. Yeah, I'm very hungry. Uh, me too, me and too. Ooh. But we got errands to run and people to shout out. So unless you have some plugs no, you want to say. All right, guys. I'm first hungry. up, we have Steve F., commander of the Bit Beast P- B- Protection Group, Bit Pizza, not Beast. If you're cold, they're cold. So go and grab one of Steve's Beyblade cozies to put over your Beyblade this winter. Kind of like, you know, if they're cold, bring them in and it's just a crazed possum Ah! guys possums scare me they're frightening i saw one and i scream and i ran two blocks from where this was this possum was just frozen in place they might have literally been frozen in place i hope not no that's just what they do because that would have been a scary thing to see. And now you just like completely avoid going there. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared to go by that park now. Next up, we have Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Clash Creature sales rep and tournament promoter in the Beyblade world. Eric got a box of Clash Creatures booster packs for Ripsmiths. <laughs> but Eric, be aware, they have a high street market value. So watch out for, in quote, single mothers on Craigslist. They're always trying to guilt adults into giving them free shit for their kids. Next up, on to Tito, Dizzy's wingman for sexual prowess. Guys, did you know they're doing their part to reduce a carbon footprint? Because Tito and Dizzy have a rooftop garden. However, uh, kind of insidious, they're growing mistletoe, so everywhere in their apartment is a kiss zone. Oh, the lips are on full duty this year. Next, we have Alexi, a.k.a. The Waz, founding member of Big Sisters Against Beyblade. Like all Big Sisters, Waz is gifting her little brother with a psychopathic records hoodie for Ripsmiths. Except this was 10 years ago and the only gift she has ever gotten him, like a good Big Sister should. Next, it's time for our friend Orion, a.k.a. Rapper Defoe, the MC and announcer of smaller BBA tournaments. Defoe's currently in a legal dispute with Run DMC over their song Christmas in Hollis, sounding a lot like Defoe's Rip Smith with Wallace, which Wallace being his Beyblade coach from his childhood. I truly don't think Defoe has a case. Now we've got Kayla, a.k.a. Two Grapes, best-selling author of Beyblade-related YA novels. Kayla's on vacation spending the fat royalty checks she gets from the holiday uptick in book buying. She's on her own private island, but not doing creepy, alarming stuff, no. She's just spending eight hours a day tipsy, screaming at the sky, I'm the real god now, Jesus! Next is my BFF Burvy, a.k.a. Tyler Wright, the greatest father in all of Beyblade. It's Rip's Miss Morning, and all through the house, shredded wrapping paper is thrown about. Because Tyler is the best father this time of year, while his child say thank you, Dad, in a Rip's Miss cheer. Next, we have Elliot W., the most glamorous blader in the world and wielder of the handsome hamster bit beast Hansamu. Fuck the Rockettes because Elliot and Hansamu are directing the Dronzet. It's equal parts riveting, ravishing, ripsmiths, and raunchy. Now we have Jordan B, aka the Chaos Witch, devoutee of demonic bit beast Baphazel. Jordan doesn't celebrate ripsmiths, no. 
He's all in on the Ripter Solstice, a pagan tradition dating back long before Beyblade, before recorded time itself, when all things were Baffazel. Meaning Jordan, BFFs with Baffy, gets the best cut of ham at the Ripter Feast. Now on to Adam Crunch, or just Josh, maybe I should say Josh, my bickle, my brother in common law, the most iron deficient boy in all of Beyblade. He's the blader with the iron iguana bit beast and the man behind the iron mask. While Jordan gets the best cut of ham at the feast, Josh gets the bloodiest because that boy needs iron or he'll become too malleable and collapse like a boy-sized slug. And finally, it takes two to Toku, former Beybladers turned blade shark hunters. They're at their beautiful cabin, relaxing from the busy world of private eye work. Oh, I see you guys are knitting Christmas sweaters from the reddest yarn I've ever seen. Wait, hold on. Damn it, guys, you're supposed to be relaxing, not stringing red yarn to pictures of tween vandals you suspect of blade sharking. Oh, maybe you can take a break next time on Talking About Beyblade. Ooh, guys, it's another Ripsmith episode, and I'm here to say a inspirational message that's improvised every time. Nicole, or maybe you want to do one? Um, uh... You are as cool as a Beyblade on a blimp. <laughs> I don't know. All right, guys. Wealth is fleeting. But what isn't is personality. Because personality can get you far and wide. Money, these rich Beybladers, they aren't what you should aspire to be. And these shit dick blade breakers, no, no, no. What you want to be, what you need to be, be a DJ jazz man because he is the best at talking and you'll always need to be doing that while we're here talking about Beyblade. See you guys. Also, DJ jazz man is a cool guy. Bye. Yeah, yeah, it's me.